This podcast audio is from Episode 7, Depression Lies, a conversation with Joanne McCluskey, MSW, ACSW, from my YouTube channel, Being Happy Anyway with Glenn. Also available on Instagram and Facebook and the website, beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. To see the memes and visual content featured in this episode, visit the published episode on beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. Joanne joins me and shares three meaningful quotes about depression, including, Depression lies. It tells you you've always felt this way, and you always will. But you haven't, and you won't. That's by Hallie Cornell. We discuss the challenges of depression and help those that deal with it, or have family members that do, understand it. In Episode 8, Joanne will return to help us learn how to manage depression through self-care and self-love. So here is our first slide. Would you like to read it? Sure. This quote says, Depression is a prison where you are both the suffering prisoner and the cruel jailer. And that's by Dorothy Rowe. Why did you choose that quote? Um, I thought this was so perfect for depression because it's a... depression is almost a, it's a mindset, right? It's a feeling in your mind and you're kind of convincing yourself that maybe you're not good enough or people don't like you or you don't have enough worth to be out there in the world. So you can kind of be the one to jail yourself and isolate and pull back. This also reminds me of Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. She talks a lot about mostly herself living as a mother for a long time and not really ever having a life of her own and not kind of realizing eventually that she was only living for her kids and nobody else and not doing anything for herself. And there is this quote about it though, where she says, I was inside this whole time, but the door was always open. That's right. The door is always open and we can go and ask for help and we can say how we feel. But I think when you're in that mindset, people just, they don't know the door is open. So Joanne, I, a couple of things that I heard you saying, one was earlier on in the conversation when I first flipped to this quote, there was some self-worth issues that tend to be involved in depression, right? Somehow I'm unworthy or I'm not good enough. So I, I, I hear that from you and I also hear from you maybe a little bit of powerlessness there's a door there that could be open, but maybe I talk myself out of it or I don't realize that I have some options. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think depression is something that it kind of warps your perception of things and makes you believe things that are not true, which we'll talk about later in one of our other quotes, but it, it lies a lot to the person with it and they're not aware of the their ability to walk out that door if it's open. I love that. And I know the quote you're talking about that we're going to show in a bit, but I think it really is important even for us to say that now that depression does lie. Depression does warp and it makes us believe things that aren't true. We need to be careful what we believe, don't we? Our thoughts are so powerful. If I think that I'm worthless and I think that things are never going to get better, there's a possibility I may talk myself into that, isn't there? I think that's actually perfect for our next quote if you want to pull that one up. So many people have that feeling without even realizing it of powerless or not being enough. 
that's constantly playing out in their day-to-day -day life and they're not even aware. And I think that's why this is so great. If you wanna go ahead and read it. Sure. I say sorry a lot, mostly because I feel like everything is my fault. Do you ever feel like that, Glenn? Or have you ever noticed that? Yes, I, I have caught myself doing that sometimes in negative times. You know, obviously, if I do something wrong, I want to take responsibility for it. But many times in depression, as we feel we're worthless, we feel that we're the cause of everything bad. Maybe our friends are visiting us in Southern California, and it's a rainy day, and we were going to go to Disneyland. And we say, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that it's raining, and I'm sorry you can't go but I'm saying it as if I caused it to rain, right? Instead of, oh man, what a bummer. Well, the good thing is the lines will be short at Disneyland. Are you still down to go? Because <laughs> right. Right. I, I certainly can't control the weather and I can't control the economy and I can't control how other people behave. Right. And that's something to remember in those times too, is what can we control and what can we not control? And I think for so many people it's easy to default to i'm sorry i find myself saying it somebody will bump into me and i will say i'm sorry and i'm like why did i do that uh, <laughs> the midwest thing in me though <laughs> people say that all the time about midwesterners yeah that automatic like oh i must be wrong that that most people miss when they're feeling this way and i i had someone recently mention that they had started changing, I'm sorry for thank you. So instead of, I'm sorry I was late, a thank you for waiting for me. It's just oh. such a more, uh, like a, it's a more empowering thing for, on the person. And I just thought that change in language was so interesting. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that very much. And then we're, you know, that gratitude, we're thanking them for waiting for us because we couldn't right. control that there was an accident on the 605. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or if it's raining, nobody can drive in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, uh, I'm trying to think of an, another example. Like if they, I'm sorry I messed this up. Like, thank you for teaching me or thank you for taking the time to work through this with me. Um, I just thought that was so powerful because sorry just has this intention of I've already done something wrong. <laughs> and I've ruined it. And right. there's no hope. And there's no hope. We're just saying, Thank you for teaching me. Hey, we're going to get there. We're learning something. We're growing. Right, right. There's and more possibility, a little more hope. Exactly. Yeah, hope. I think we could take a uh, look at the next quote too. It's a lot about, I think, hope applies to this as well. This one says, depression lies. It tells you you've always felt this way and you always will, but you haven't and you won't. And that's by Hallie Cornell. And this is, we talked about this a little bit earlier in the perception, the way that your view is, is warped when you're feeling symptoms of depression. It lies to you, right? I'm always going to feel this way. I'm never going to get out of this. I. It, it's always these like catastrophizing situations, right? Always the worst possible thing. When really every feeling we have is temporary. We've never stayed in a feeling forever. Even happiness, right, Joanne? Mm -hmm. Yeah, happiness doesn't last forever, but here we are. We go back and forth with it. It's just kind of the cycle of life and... It ebbs and flows. I think it's interesting, too, in this quote that it says, 
One of the lies is that we've always felt that way. I think when we get in those depressive states, it tends to mute some of the happy memories that we have. Mm -hmm. And it says, you haven't always felt this way and you won't. We can remember that even though today is a bad day or this moment or this week is rough for me, there have been better times before. And I think when we remember that there's been better times before, it gives us some hope that there'll probably be some better days or better moments of days ahead. I think mm -hmm. as I work with clients with depression and I monitor my own depression, one thing I like to remember is that even in a bad day or a bad time, if we can just have some good moments during that day, that can help. You mentioned earlier the pandemic that we're living in because we're um, recording this in, in August 2020 in, in the middle of uh, COVID-19. Yeah, we, we can be bummed that work is online and our family reunion is canceled and I can't go to a Dodger game. But I can say, boy, I sure like this song that was just released and I'm going to sing along to this song. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to order postmates and i'm going to get those fish tacos and they're so delicious i wish i could eat it off the hook but you know what mm -hmm. i do enjoy this taco here so i can acknowledge that i'm feeling a little bit sad but i can maybe find a little bit of joy in the limited situation that i'm in that's one of the reasons for the title of this youtube channel and podcast being happy anyway being happy in spite of the fact that I have to deal with depression or the fact that I'm in a pandemic or the fact that I got fired from a job or whatever that situation is. The pandemic, I think, has caused a lot of people to feel like this is going to go on forever and we can't go anywhere, we can't do anything. But And that was true at the beginning for a little bit, but it's also, I think, what I have done to kind of help myself during this is just I'm realizing that there are things out there that I've never done that are open, like flower shops. And now I have plants in my apartment because like, I've just never thought about going to the, it was actually the LA flower market. I never thought about doing oh, that. Great prices too. Right. I mean, but we're in a, a time where people are not going out and it's it's less chaotic to go over there. I don't have to run around like my normal Saturday routine. I can spend my time finding other hobbies that make me happy, which I think um, is really important throughout this time because everybody's favorite things, I think, have been taken away from them. <laughs> Right. And so what you did was you found a new one, something you normally didn't have time to do. And you said, well, what can I do? Well, I can go to the LA Flower Mart and buy some wholesale flowers for a great price with a wonderful selection. Joanne, I'm wondering if maybe you and I can do another episode sometime following up on this one. Today, we sort of defined depression a little bit. And I wonder if maybe in the future, we can share with our listeners and viewers, some tools that maybe they can use to manage depression. What would you think about that? Yeah, I think that sounds great. And now we've reached the part of the episode where we do Sing Along with Victor. 
Aloha, friends. Aloha. Victor is my name. Pleasure to see all of you. I want to share with you some music that I know will be very helpful to you. This song is called Three Little Birds. It was sung by the great reggae artist Bob Marley. Now, um, this is a Hawaiian instrument, so it'll have a little bit of Hawaiian flavor here. <laughs> but I hope as you listen to this song that you will realize a few things. I know sometimes we feel stress and anxiety, but this is a song that reminds me about the beauty of the earth. It talks about the bird, and it talks about the bird singing. One time I was singing this song, I was sitting in the park playing, and guess what I heard? The birds were singing. And then I stopped and they were still singing. And I played again and they were still singing. So again, learn to enjoy the simple things of the earth. And that is what I learned from Three Little Birds. All right, here we go. Find the video version of this podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or on the website beinghappyanywaywithglenn.com. This channel does not provide therapeutic advice. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional medical diagnosis or treatment. Please seek advice with licensed therapists in your area.